0: I don't know, about three months ago, I guess. been a little while. Um, so right after, I got this uh, message from Luke chapter 1. Um, and uh, the Lord said to me, whatever the date is, whenever you teach next, I want you to, that's what I want you to teach so this is the next time so but anyway the confirmations this morning you know you hear Rabbi Peggy talk about any preacher or teacher of the word what we love is when the Lord confirms things and he always establishes every matter every word by two, by two or three so again Lord I thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness um, but turn to um Luke chapter 1. And in between the announcements of the two miracle births, God showed me that there was a, a lesson here on, this, in here on the spirit of fear that involves Zachariah. Um... The name Zechariah means remembered of the Lord. The root meaning is to remember, to make mention of. So the Lord made mention of him right here in chapter 1 of Luke. Uh, I'm I'm, going to start in um, verse 5. In the days when Harold was king of Judea, there was a certain priest whose name was Zechariah, of the daily service, the division of Abeah, and his wife was also a descendant of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they both were righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. But they had no child, for Elizabeth was barren, and both were far advanced in years." I'm going to go to uh, verse 11. I'm, this is uh, a, a long chapter, so I'm going to kind of just hit the, uh, the main verses that pertain to, to the teaching. Um, verse 11, And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zachariah saw him, He was troubled, and fear took possession of him. Okay, the other versions, um, I believe the, the King James and the New King James probably say, fell upon, fell upon. Okay, the Greek word for that means to embrace with affection to embrace. As I read that, pondered it, I thought of how many times I have embraced the spirit of fear. Because with us, we have to literally embrace it. When it falls upon us, we have to embrace it. Because it really has no, no place in us unless we give way to it. Anyway, the angel, verse 13, the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your petition was heard, and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you must call his name John, which means God is favorable. Then he, and um, the angel goes on and he tells Zechariah what John will do. Turn the hearts back. And and, okay, So then down in verse 18, and Zechariah said to the angel, By what shall I know and be sure of this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. See, when he embraced the spirit of fear, caused him not to move in in faith, but to speak negatively. Because fear is the opposite of faith. And I, I thought to myself, how many times I have done that very thing. So many times. And the angel replied to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God and I've been sent to talk to you and bring you this good news. Now behold, you will be and you will continue to be silent and not be able to speak till the day when these things take place because you have not believed what I told you, but my words are of a kind which will be fulfilled in the appointed and proper time. That word there for time is kairos, the appointed time. In verse uh, 21, now the people kept waiting for Zechariah and they wondered at his delaying so long in the sanctuary. But when he did come out, he was unable to speak to them. And they clearly perceived that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. And he kept making signs to them, but he still remained dumb. Not only could, he couldn't speak, but he couldn't, he couldn't hear either. Wow. So I looked at that, the first thing I noticed was that he didn't didn't hesitate, he just, basically he asked for a sign, how shall I know? So he didn't, unlike Mary and Joseph, we'll take a look at their reactions, but they pondered. They stopped and they pondered. Over in um, verse 28, when the angel came to Mary, he said, Hail, O favored one, endued with grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed, favored of God are you before all other women. But when she saw him, the angel, she was greatly troubled, disturbed, and confused at what he said, and kept revolving in her mind what such a greeting might mean. The New King James says considered. So she considered. She reasoned in her mind. She pondered. She just didn't say, well, it's too much for me and speak a negative word. So there's a big advantage in that pause and pondering. Okay, that's one thing the Lord showed me that Zachariah didn't do that. He just, right away, he just said, I need a sign. He was walking by sight, not by faith. So that's what happens when we embrace the spirit of fear. And we have to, we really have to embrace it. And I hate to say it, but I've done it. Now Mary just basically, she wanted she wanted clarity. She didn't doubt. She just wanted clarity which is it's okay to do. It's okay to ask the Lord for clarity for his word. That's different than saying I need a sign. It's a big difference, but the pondering is a is a very that's of importance, I believe to ponder his word. So down in 34, Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no intimacy with any man as a husband? She just wanted clarity. And then the angel said to her, Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing, offspring, which shall be born of you, will be called Son of God. For, and then verse 37, for nothing, for, with God nothing is ever impossible and no word, that's Rama, no command, no word from God shall be without power or impossible, impossible of fulfillment. Verse 38, then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. And the angel left her. That's also, when she said, said there, that's the word rhema in the Greek also. It means "of all-powerful command of God. Spoken word. So Mary revered God's word. She revered the word. If over in verse 46... And Mary said, My soul magnifies and extols the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Verse 49, For He who is Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name, to be venerated in His purity, majesty, and glory. Verse 50, And His mercy, His compassion and kindness toward the miserable and afflicted is on those who fear Him, With godly reverence from generation and age to age. So Mary had, and she walked and lived in the fear of the Lord. So when you, that song, the new generation, the only thing that they will fear is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, if you're living, if we are living and walking in it, all right, Proverbs. 23 verse 17 says to be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Be passionate for the fear of the Lord all the day. So if we are in an embrace with the fear of the Lord, we won't embrace the spirit of fear. Walking and living in the fear of the Lord dispels all other fears. I'm going to read you a quote from um, quote from John Bevere's book, The All of God. He didn't say it; he, someone else, said it, and he put it in his put it in his book. I don't know who Richard. Halverson is. Is anybody familiar with that name? Okay. Anyway, this is what he said. Men who fear God face life fearlessly. Men who do not fear God end up fearing everything. Wow. That hit home with me. You know. I fear God, and I'm sure everyone here does. But it's a discipline that has to be continuous. Because the minute we have a gap, God's word comes. And whenever God's word comes, the spirit of fear is always right there to rob it. Right? Did God really say you can't eat from that tree? Anyway, his, um, he has a chapter, John Bevere, The Fear That Eliminates Fears. The Fear That Eliminates Fears. He has um, a verse here uh, from Isaiah chapter 8. The Lord has given me a strong warning not to think like everyone else does, He said, don't call everything a conspiracy like they do, and don't live in dread of what frightens them. Make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. What did Mary say? For he who is almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. She had a true fear of the Lord and she, she walked in it. Wow, what a woman. Make the Lord of heaven's armies holy in your life. He is the one you should fear. He is the one who should make you tremble. He will keep us safe. So the only fear that we should have is the fear of the Lord. And how many know... That there is a spirit of the fear of the Lord. I love that verse. I gotta turn to it. Isaiah chapter eleven. Isaiah eleven one And there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse, David's father and a branch out of his roots shall grow and bear fruit. That's our Messiah. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge, and of the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. So, if we're going to embrace a spirit It can't be the spirit of fear. We have to embrace the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Verse 3. And shall make him of quick understanding and his delight shall be in the reverential and obedient fear of the Lord. So we need to delight. We need to make the fear of the Lord our delight. And we need to be zealous and passionate for the fear of the Lord all the day long. And there cannot be gaps in it. It's a, it's a, it. It is a discipline. It is a discipline. It's like practicing God's presence. It is a discipline. And another thing that dispels the fear of the Lord is God's presence in our life. David said in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Psalms 68, right at the beginning. Let God arise, his enemies to be scattered. The enemy has to flee at God's presence. So God's presence in our life keeps us from embracing the spirit of fear. I'm going to talk about discipline just for a few minutes. Very important. Second Timothy, Chapter One, Verse Seven. You want to read it first from the Amplified Version? For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing, and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power, and of love, and of a calm, and a well-balanced mind, and discipline, and self-control. Now, Spirit and Life Bible says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And David Stern in the Complete Jewish Bible, where, where it says sound mind, he has self-discipline. Okay? Now, the word wealth in the Spirit-Filled Life Bible, sound mind, the Greek word is ismos. A combination of two words. It's a and the word denotes good judgment, disciplined thought patterns, and the ability to understand and make right decisions. It includes the qualities of self-control and self-discipline. So we, we need to exercise that and build our minds. Okay. We need because when the spirit of fear attacks we could take, the, take that captive. But we have to be aware of it in our mind and be disciplined. Okay. So it's a it, again it's a discipline. Um, but God gave us His power, that word is dunamis, that's from where our word for dynamite comes, or that's where we get dynamite. So God gave us his dunamis power in us, right? He is, in Ephesians 3, he is able to do super abundantly all we could ask or think according to his dunamis that is at work within us. Okay, so he's given us Dunamis power, His love. My fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in Your love. Right, First John four eighteen. That's I gotta read that from the Amplified. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. So we have to grow in love, and that expels fear, chases it away, casts it out of doors. So that's another antidote to embracing the spirit of fear. The discipline, getting back to that just for a minute. Um, so important um, there's a beautiful verse in Proverbs 25 verse 28 it says like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control he has no defense there's no defense like a city whose walls are broken down is a man who lacks self-control It wasn't that um, Zachariah, he, he loved God. He was a righteous man. He was a man of faith. He had a setback. But this is a beautiful account here in Luke 1. Because the Lord had already planned his comeback. He had to silence him. The Lord silenced him. So he could learn in silence. He could ponder then the Exodus chapter 20 right in the middle of the Announcements of these miracle births. God is so good. He stopped to build character. He re- recorded this, I believe, uh, for uh, you know, a lesson for us. Exodus 20.20 20. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, For God has come to prove you so that the reverential fear of Him may be before you that you may not sin. How many know when we embrace the spirit of fear and we speak doubt, we've sinned. Amen? Anybody? Yeah? I mean, I was really... I was convicted. I mean, this... This changed me. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm there yet, but I'm a lot further along than before I studied this. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, that word "prove" there. God. God proves not to humiliate, not to shame us. He proves to grow our character, to grow us up. The enemy, you know, it's the same word for, for test or trial, okay? It has two connotations, all right, that Hebrew word. It's Nasa. It means to test, to try, to prove, to put to proof. And it carries the idea of testing the quality or character of someone through a demonstration of Stress. Genesis 22.1 when it said uh, starts out God tried and tested Abraham it's the same word okay and then remember what the angel said when he was going to sacrifice his son he said stop don't touch the lad now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld your son okay so Zachariah, that's a demonstration of stress, I think, when all of a sudden you can't talk and you can't hear. Isn't that a demonstration of stress? Wow. God already planned his comeback, though. What the enemy meant for a setback, like Woody Woodson used to say, but God already planned his comeback. Wow. It says, so that the fear of him may be before you, that you may not sin. The Hebrew for that can also mean with or upon. That the fear of him may be with you, may be upon you. Get back to uh, Luke chapter 1. I must have read Luke, I don't know how many times I read Luke chapter 1. I never got this out of it. Did anybody ever get this out of that? Please, Please, raise your hand if you did. I must have read it, I don't know how many times. if we give in to fear now, if we embrace it, we won't be bold to preach the Word. People could go too. I believe it's... Well, Lord, when You said it's the next thing I teach, it's urgent. Right? It's got to be aptly spoken because I believe it is in due season. And it is like apples of gold and setting of silver. A it's a choice. A yeah. Yeah. What are we going to embrace? Are we going to cling to fear? You've heard the verses in Deuteronomy, right? You've heard me mention them. Deuteronomy 10.20, we cling to the Lord out of our fear and reverence for Him. Deuteronomy 30.20, we cling to the Lord out of our love for Him. Right? So are we going to cling to the Lord and the fear and reverence in all of Him or are we going to, our will, are we going to embrace and cling to Him? Spirit of fear, man! I was so convicted. I I knew it was me. It wasn't one of those things, you know, like we love to do. Oh, look at Israel, how they couldn't get it, or look at Zechariah, how he missed it. No, I knew it was. He was speaking right to to me when I read. You know, I can't believe that I it never. You know, it wasn't like I only read Luke ten times since I've been saved. Must have been hundreds and hundreds of times. You know, I mean, you see my Bible pretty pretty war. Hey, thank you, Lord. You're just so good. But anyway, um, I'm going to skip because I want to land this thing before too long. Um, I'm going to go over to Verse 57 in Luke 1. I know I'm, I'm skipping around a lot, but trying to get to the things the Lord showed me that made a difference for me. You know, I got life from it, so I want to, that's what my prayer is, that someone will get life and go with it. Verse 57, Now the time that Elizabeth should be delivered came, and she gave birth to a son, and her neighbor, neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy on her, and they rejoiced with her. And it it occurred that on the eighth day, when they came to circumcise the child, they were intending to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, Not so, but he shall be called John. Remember the angel told Zechariah his name will be John. And they said to her, none of your relatives is called by that name. And they inquired with signs to his father. That's how I knew he also became deaf too when he couldn't speak. And they inquired with signs to his father as to what he wanted to have him called. Then Zechariah asked for a writing tablet and wrote, his name is John. See how definite that is? Something happened in his heart, in his life, when he was silent. He pondered. He pondered. And once, 64, verse 64, And once his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, he began to speak blessing and praising and thanking God, and awe and reverential fear came on all their neighbors, and all these things were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All in reverence came on the neighbors, because they saw it in, in him, I believe. at here okay verse 66 and all who heard them laid them up in their hearts saying whatever will this little boy be then for the hand of the Lord was so evidently with him protecting and aiding him now Zachariah his father was filled with and controlled by Holy Spirit and prophesied a lot happened to him when he was silent well He did, yeah. I believe he pondered, he thought, he had plenty of time. He got clarity. Right? The Word. Wow. He he now revered the Word of God also. And the Lord said in Isaiah 66, the man that he regards, that he takes pleasure in, is he who is humble and a broken spirit, who trembles at my word and reveres my commands. That's the man that the Lord has regard for and takes pleasure in. Well, Zechariah, now he's prophesying, Blessed, praised, extolled, and thanked be the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and brought deliverance and redemption to his people. And he has raised up a horn of salvation, a mighty and valiant helper, the author of salvation for us in the house of David, his servant. This is as he promised by the mouth of his holy prophets for the most ancient times in the memory of man that we should have deliverance and be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who detest and pursue us with hatred, to make true and show the mercy and compassion and kindness promised to our forefathers and to remember and carry out his holy covenant to bless which is all the more sacred because it is made by God himself. That covenant he sealed by oath to our forefather Abraham, to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our foes, might serve him fearlessly. Any doubt that he now had the fear of the Lord? A lot happened to him when he was silenced. Well, what does James say? Quick to listen, slow to speak slow to take offense and slow to become angry quick to listen well David King David wrote this in Psalm 34 verse 11 come children listen to me that word for listen there is Shema to hear understand and obey come little children listen to me and I will teach you the fear of the Lord It has to be taught and it has to be learned. It's a discipline. It's something though that we want to get where we walk in it and we live in the fear of the Lord. When we walk and live in the fear of the Lord, we possess the land. Go to Acts chapter 9. acts is yes. that's what we should do we should act right wake o sleeper rise from the dead and messiah will shine on us we act right we should act well acts 9 verse 31 so the Ecclesia, David Stern says, Messianic community. Well, wow, that's beautiful translation, isn't it? So the Ecclesia, the Messianic community, throughout the whole of Judea and Galilee and Samaria, had peace and was edified, growing in wisdom, virtue, and piety, and walking. Walking, the Greek for that also means living. Walking and living in the respect and reverential fear of the Lord and in the consolation and exhortation of Holy Spirit. And the ecclesia continued to increase and was multiplied. When we walk and live in the fear of the Lord, we take possession of the kingdom, Amen. of the land. Even in Deuteronomy it says that, right? If you fear me, you will take possession of the land. I think it's in a few places in Deuteronomy. But here it is. Why did they grow so, so fast in and, and, and Acts? They were walking and living in the fear of the Lord. They weren't filled and embraced in the spirit of fear. They were filled with power from on high with the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And they kept going back, and there's numerous places when they were filled again, right? Right? Ephesians 5.18 says don't get drunk on wine which is debauchery but ever be filled and stimulated with the Holy Spirit. We have to keep going back to the well. Right? Then we'll be continually walking in God's presence and we will walk and live in the fear of Him and we'll possess the land. Here it is right here in in Acts. I don't want to embrace the spirit of fear. Fear. I don't want to speak negative words. I don't want to doubt what comes out of my Lord's mouth. Job said, I have treasured the words of your lips more than my necessary food. Wow. Jeremiah said in fifteen sixteen, When your words were found I ate them for they are to me a joy and the rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Well wow. we have to get high regard for the word of God. We need to tremble. And revere his commands. It's urgent times. And people, if they die without the Lord, we all know what happens. So, you know, uh, Luke uh, chapter 11, verse 13. Uh, Yeshua said, how much more my Father in Heaven will give Holy Spirit to those who ask and keep on asking. We need to keep going back every day. Keep going back. Fill me again, Lord. Fill me again. You've got an endless supply. Fill me again. Lord, we thank you for your word, Lord. Where would we be without your word? Your word is life to those who find them and even health to all our flesh. Lord, what you gave us today, may we not only embrace you, but may we embrace the words that you have gave us, Lord, what you have taught us today, Lord. We thank you for the revelation. and We thank you for the understanding. We thank you, Lord, for the power and the grace to walk this out, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we would stay attached to you because you are the vine and we are the branches. And apart from you, we can do nothing. Nothing at all, Lord. I couldn't stand up here and do this if I wasn't relying on you and you weren't filling me, Lord, with your anointing. So we just give you thanks, Lord, and I pray whatever is related to our fear, whatever the thing is that we fear, you have already taken that to the cross and crucified it. So, Lord, I pray anything that you showed us today in our lives or that you show us in the near future that we are still holding on to that would be an avenue of fear, I pray, Lord, that we would lay it down. We would lay it down because you have already crucified it, Lord. I think of my brother Wes up here with that big cross when we all pinned our stuff to that cross, Lord. I pray that we would do that with anything that it would be an opening for the enemy to come in with fear and then we would embrace it. Because Lord, if Zachariah was a, not some heathen. He was a righteous man. It was right in your word at the beginning there, Lord. It could happen to anybody, Lord. So I pray we would lay it down, Lord. Lay it down. Just give it to you, Lord. You wanted You wanted all our burdens. You wanted us free. You didn't want us to be captive to anything. You freed us, Lord. And it's only because you live that we can face tomorrow, it's because you live that all fear is gone, Lord. We just thank you and we praise you, Lord, and your goodness, Lord, right in with these merry, wonderful miracle announcements of birth of John the Immersion and our Yeshua. You had a restoration, <laughs> character building re- reference for us, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. We love you, Lord. We stand in all of you. You are holy. You are holy and your name is holy and your word is holy. We love you, Lord. There's nobody like you Nobody like you, Lord. And there's no other name, no other name under heaven by which men shall be saved than the name of Yeshua. Oh, we thank you, Lord, Yeshua. We love you, Yeshua. We give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory for today. And we thank you, Lord, that you care so much about our character. We love you. In Yeshua's name, amen.